Hey everyone, welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. We are about to have some fun. I hope you're ready. Thank you for being here, and enjoy. What is going on, everybody? This is Lawrence Henderson back once again. It's been a while since of my last episode, but today... I figured we would have something super practical for you all to sink your teeth into. And I'm going to introduce it via story. So have you ever been at work or volunteering somewhere or could be sitting around a house with family and somebody decides it's a good idea to share with you something that you did not ask to hear. Yeah, I'm gonna say it one more time. They're sharing something with you that you did not ask to hear. Here's the rub, but it may actually be useful. Yeah, I know you're thinking like, that sounds something crazy like feedback. Yep, that's what I'm about to start talking about for the next several minutes. This gift of feedback that, as you can tell from my story, often gets met with an energy that I'm not here for it. Yeah, you may have good intentions or you may not have good intentions, but either way, I'm going to show up with the same energy that if you give it to me, I'm going to fight you. Well, in coaching, one of the biggest things that I love that I was introduced to was not only this idea of challenging inside of a coaching session with a client, but also giving feedback. But here's the great part. Ask for permission first. Yes, this novel concept, this novel, novel concept. It's like asking to go to the restroom when you're in elementary school and you raise your hand and you say, hey, uh, teacher lady, uh, my bowels are about to move. I need, can I go to the restroom? And they say, may I go to the restroom? Giving feedback is that same way. It's something that sounds like, yeah, we got to do it anyway. But why not get permission? Because here's the thing. When you in your mind are prepared and ready to give somebody feedback, you through osmosis believe that they went through that process of preparing for you to give them feedback. So you need to ask permission first. And so think about it, folks. It's not easy. Let let me, let me just start there. Giving somebody else feedback or receiving feedback yourself, it's not easy. But allowing ourselves to become more aware of our delivery and the impact is what we really need to get to as it pertains to being on the giving or receiving end because it's about impact. One thing I often tell myself with, with coaching clients is before I ask a question, I write this acronym, wait, why am I talking? Why am I about to ask this question? Who's it for? Is it for me? So I could just hear myself talk or sound smart or whatever hundred things are going through my mind when I'm in a coaching session. But that question 
And that acronym, WAIT, makes me check in on motive and intent of what I'm about to ask or share as it pertains to intuition and all those other things like that. Because here's the thing. We all have this sixth sense, right? It's it's from our lived experiences, it's our beliefs, it's the things that have helped us survive up to this point. And we all would like to believe everything we have to share is useful, valuable, and just earth moving for anybody that we're desiring to share it with. But let's keep it 100. It's sometimes a bit hard to hear. Right. Think back to the time you actually had some information shared with you that was really, really hard to hear. Those of you who know me, I'm constantly talking about the conversations that me and my wife have. And and I'm using her because it's often the closest relationships to us and the people in our lives, in our inner circles that catch the most flack when it comes to sharing things with us. Because outside of them sharing feedback or giving us constructive criticism, we believe they love us. But why on earth in the moment of them sharing something with us, all of a sudden they become our worst enemy, our arch nemesis when it comes to giving us feedback? And I never I never forget. She was sharing with me early in my military career about the way I was engaging with people and the way I was engaging with her. And of course, again, not training, coaching or any of the rest of that stuff. She was like, you know, I'm your wife, so I should be able to share this. And she began to share with me, y'all, how she was observing me interact with others and how it just really was a bad interaction all the way around as she was observing me. And as she began to pile it on and pile it on and pile it on, I got more and more agitated, more and more defensive, more and more in disagreement with what she was saying, because I believed she was coming from a place of harm. And I was responsible for that. Yeah, I'm going to say that one more time. I was having all of those emotions, all of that stuff was going on inside of me because I allowed myself to believe that she was coming from a negative, harsh place and not from the previous places of love that she only interacted with me from. And so when you think about giving and receiving feedback, y'all, the biggest thing that I have found to be useful is if they're close enough to you, whether it's proximity or in relationship at work or anything else like that, start getting into the habit of asking for feedback. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy. If you've identified that you have problems with people giving you feedback unsolicited or planned, Why not posture yourself and put yourself in a position to ask for feedback? Letting the other person or party know you have something to share and ask if they want to set aside time 
for discussion, for you to receive this information. Because what that does, that allows them time and space to come up with their thoughts and ideas. And here's what it does for you as well. It gets you primed and ready because now you could easily check yourself because you asked for it. You asked for it. And guess what? This asking to share feedback also goes the other way. If you're the one who thinks you need to deliver some constructive feedback, some beneficial feedback to someone. And the idea here is understand that whether you're asking for yourself or you're asking to give it to someone else, remember, there's always the situation of coming into an awareness of knowing when you're being emotionally hijacked, them and you, inside of these types of sessions. Yes, we asked for it. Yes, we did all the, we prepared for it. But guess what? If you haven't been practicing this, it's going to be a little clunky to begin with. And instead of making somebody drudge their way through a feedback session, or you put yourself in a situation where you're taking things wrong, set those meetings and those situations for 15 to 30 minutes, max. 15 to 30 minutes, max. Sharing one thing at a time. This is not the moment where you load up the feedback weapon and get into the session in the first five minutes. You go, brow, brow. So what are your thoughts? And in my mind, I'm like, which thing do you want me to respond to first? So first thing in feedback, when, when you want to give it, ask to give feedback on both ends. The second thing, be specific about what you're sharing. Describe the actions that took place. Be sure to explain the behavior that we're discussing, not the person. Yeah, right? It's not the I versus you thing. Address behavior, not feelings, emotions, and your perceptions and opinions about something. The things you're sharing should have been the actions or the behaviors. It's important to be careful not to jump into the conclusions. Bring to the table the facts. All right. The next thing, share the impact of what took place. Sounds something like, hey, as a result of this, boom, boom, boom. These are the ripples. As a result of this, this is what came back to me as your leader, as your teammate. As a result of this, people no longer want to engage with you. See the difference? Because now we're addressing the behavior, not the person. Again, the behavior was bad, not the person is bad. And so when we get into describing the impact of the behavior, we can course correct saying, hey, that wasn't desirable for this situation, this circumstance, and it actually caused X, Y, and Z, All right? Then there's a fourth thing, co-create next steps, right? Ask the other person what they think they should have done differently. And then talk through 
possible courses of action. Because one of the biggest things I often have brought to the table with clients, whether it's in a group or with individuals, is their lack of understanding of how to go about change in a meaningful way. Yeah, I said it. Somehow, some way, we get to this place, right? And I see it like tennis. And it was in a training win-win discussions. And, and when you're serving up tough conversations, which sometimes feedback can be, it's like volleying in tennis. You're not spiking, dropping the mic or any of this stuff like that. You're trying to get it over the net. So we can have a two-way discussion. It's not a, you know, bam, I got you moment, or that's what it shouldn't be like, right? And I know we all have a lot of work hurt or relationship hurt where that's the type of feedback you were getting. That wasn't feedback at all. That was just them dropping a load off on you and, and telling you to deal with it. But in actual feedback where it's given and it's a desired change in behavior or action, it's given in such a way where there's some action to be taken, to change the behavior, to move in another direction, to co-create a new reality based on what's real and not what we're perceiving to be real. And in a lot of cases, when you get to this place of the volleying game, not the spike game, we begin to see feedback in an appreciative manner. And then here's this crazy thing. It's received correctly. Go figure. When the motive and intent of why you're sharing is clear to both parties, then you can move forward together. It's only when there's discourse in this exchange that one person walks away from the table, possibly frustrated, possibly not knowing next steps, and definitely feeling unsafe when it comes to dealing with you in future conversations. It sounds something like this. You go to share something and I got it, I got it, I got it. Yep, 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 yep. No, I know it, no, 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 I know exactly what you're about to talk about. Yep, 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 nope, 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 nope. I know exactly, nope, mm-mm. You don't even get a word out, but they already know, they read your mind. And for us as leaders, you have to start somewhere. And so if you already don't have a culture of feedback, it's already contentious when you're engaging with others. I would call into I would call into question the actual connections that exist within teams and with individuals. You may you may be overestimating your relationship with others. And when you get into these feedback scenarios, the truth of the relationship actually comes out. So it's going to be up to you. It's going to be up to others to take an active role in how to have feedback conversations. The people game is a contact sport. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that in a podcast or on a training or wherever I'm at. The people game is a contact sport. And the only way we move together 
is we actually got to be able to communicate with one another. Yes, I said with, not to, not at. We got to figure out how to figure out how to communicate with each other, right? Holster your pointing fingers, put the blame away, and really use these four tips that I just gave you. Number one, get that small ask on the table. Get that first yes, ask to give feedback. And if all possible, not say, hey, do you got a minute right now? If they do, yeah. But if you have the ability to say, hey, Lawrence, um, if you got a, about 15, 20 minutes later on uh, in about an hour, I would love to circle back on something uh, that we discussed the other day or a meeting we just had. Um, and yeah, sure. Right. And so what you just gave that person is context. Right. Because here's here's the here's the one thing with feedback and you, you give people time to go ruminate. Um, if you make them figure out what you're going to talk to them about. That's what you don't want. Right. You want to make sure the context is there about what the meeting is all about so they don't feel like they're walking into a firefight or they don't feel like they're walking into an ambush of stuff. Right. But again, if we're going to build relationships in a meaningful way, you have to become we have to begin to normalize these types of exchanges. Right. This also happens at the end of the year with performance reviews. You want to know why they're contentious and all people want to know if, if they're getting their bonus or not is because you didn't talk to them throughout the year. What type of stinking relationship is that where you only get talked to once a year? And then you got organizations believing somehow out of nowhere that these conversations are going to go well. Now, it's why people are weird when they have this, particularly the supervisors are weird because they just probably gave somebody a rating that they didn't communicate that they were heading in that direction all year, all right? So one, ask to give feedback. Two, describe the actions that took place. Be specific. Three, share the impact of the behavior that took place. And four, what are the actions that we're gonna take next? What are gonna be our first next steps? And I keep saying we, keep saying our, because again, don't assume you're asking and you're requesting something of someone that they have the capacity to perform. Ooh, that's an episode for a whole nother day. Yeah. You're asking someone to change something that actually may be the first time they're hearing it was a problem is from you. Now that's a heavy one. Yeah. Giving, receiving, re requesting feedback. It's all a part of life. It can be done at work. It can be done at home. It can be done in every single relationship that you have throughout your life. The idea here is to normalize communication being done well, being more conscious, being more aware. And here's the thing. Let's begin to reframe it and see feedback as a gift and assume the best of others. 
before we put our dukes up and we're ready to fight. Remember, y'all, actions over ideas always win every single time, particularly when it comes to feedback. When it's done right, it shows care, it shows value, it shows appreciation for the other person. So go check out some other episodes. This was our time today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you ever want to become a guest on the Hot Takes podcast, please reach out to me. Direct message me. I'm on across social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, full government name, Lawrence E. Henderson Jr. And until next time, folks, continue to be well, be kind, and grow together. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please be sure to subscribe across our eight different podcast locations. Until next time, folks, continue to be humble, open, and transparent. Be good to people and actions over ideas always win.